Hi, I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 102. Uh, I actually found that song on a uh, meme type of thing. I've never heard it before three days ago, and it's from 1994. I actually like it. Okay? You know, I guess it's uh, subconsciously, I'm like, okay, uh, last week, slightly racist. The episode before that, slightly even more racist. So I got <laughs> I got to I got to normalize things again and start with a hip-hop song from 1994. So there we go. And, and you know, playing the classics. I don't think this is a classic. I don't think it, it's not even on iTunes, it's, so it's not going to make it on the sad cast uh, playlist I have, which if you have uh, Apple Music, you can. it's updated every time I have a podcast, so go find it. If you can't find it, DM me and DM me about everything, about other things. Uh, I post, I, I, you know what, like I, uh, I put a lot of work into what I, what I talk, talk to you guys about because, uh, you got to keep it fresh and interesting. And, uh, I mean, I only talk about things I'm interested in. So, uh, but it's up to, you know, you guys to agree with me on that one. And, uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to talk about this last, last episode and I, I didn't get to, but before that. Before that, I just have to make a this because this is actually major news. This this is probably the heaviest thing in American history because it changes the way politics is forever, forever, forever. And that is that. Um, well, I'll let I'll just play this clip. It's it's five seconds long, and and I'll just play this clip. You uh, declared yourself King Trump. So I'm wondering yeah, if you heard those I'm, thoughts. Yeah, I declared myself as king. So Trump is king, and uh, the election is... Can I called it in the episode earlier this week. I said there is no election. And then he, that same day or the day after, Trump declares himself as king. And there we go. Problem solved. Now we can close the borders. Now we can really get things done. Because before, he had, you have to go through the, the House and then and then the Senate and, and even the Supreme Court can block things. And, and, and all of that is just... It just it just wastes time, and and the hourglass is the sand, hourglass sand sand hourglass the hourglass. Yeah, I don't need to say sand because it's already implied when I say hourglass. It's 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 uh, filling up. Time's running out, and we just got to get these things done. So so finally, we have a proper king in this country, and I know that the country was founded on being a republic, and uh and and, and it was to to get away from from the monarchy but you know maybe they were right it's it, it maybe maybe all we needed was to get away from british uh maybe it was about the classism than anything else maybe we just needed to get get away from the the gayness of of great britain and uh we figured out how to make america badass we did that and we can now bring back a king and i think trump is the perfect one and also 
his the way he operates it's pure nepotism and honestly it's because he doesn't trust anyone so that's why he brings his daughter in his son-in-law his sons all these people and uh i guess it just makes sense it makes sense and i approve of our king and we don't need to do an election every four years and 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 watch goobers like pete Buttigieg run man that guy was a joke He's like Britney Spears. If you if you don't remember him, he's the gay guy that I don't think is gay, and he's CIA, pure CIA. And uh, the reason I say he's like Britney Spears is because the moment he he dropped out of the election, he let loose and shaved his head, and uh, he he looks horrible. He looks like he aged. Usually, people age when they get in office. He aged once dropping out. So we would have got goobers like him. We would have had a goober like uh, Biden whose brain melted a long time ago and he doesn't even realize he's running. Man, I don't need to, I don't even need to pull up a clip about Biden because uh, they're all the same. He cannot finish a sentence. And you know what's sad? It's sadder than anything, sadder than his brain melting and all that is the fact that he doesn't have anyone near and dear close to his heart. Maybe he thinks he does. But clearly no one loves him because someone if someone loved him, they would have stopped him from running a while ago. A while ago. His brain was melting in the beginning of the election when he first came in, and he's a completely different person now. It's it's it it's like he's not even that pedophile guy anymore. He's just he's just gone. He doesn't need he I don't think he remembers he was a pedophile. So King Trump, I approve. Now we can get on to the real news which is lesbians don't exist anymore. Or actually in general, they never existed. They don't exist. Do you want me to tell you why? So remember how how last episode, I, I was going to get to this, but before that I needed to get to some woke news. And I'm, I'm, I was saying that, oh, wow, actually I don't think this stuff is dying out. I think that there's a push and pull type thing. I think that uh, part of us thinks that this is dying and then another part is it's the last gasp of woke bullshit. So this is part of my, me thinking, oh, this is dying. This is all dying. And uh, and then I actually have other news that there's no, there's still a whimper left. But uh, lesbians aren't real. So, look, if you're listening to this and you think you're a lesbian, you're just gravely confused and you probably don't have a dad. And, uh, and yeah, that, that's the magic thing about about straight parents is is uh the balance that it creates the checks and balances that it creates so slate magazine they have a thing <laughs> is this the episode like where i'm gonna say thing a lot because i don't know words i i'm not gonna even try to hide it anymore i i i my vocabulary is terrible and uh i probably just need to read more books Quarantine's the perfect time to do that, and I haven't really been. Although I did start reading this book. It's 50 pages, so it's perfect. It was written in the 80s, and it's by Junichiro Tanizaki. He's a Japanese guy. He wrote this in the 80s. He's obsessed with traditional Japanese aesthetic, and um, he's, he, it starts off, I'm only 10 pages in, it starts off with him trying to make a home strictly in the in the style of Japanese traditionalism. So even the walls, you know how they have the sl- sliding doors, everything is paper. He's like, I don't want glass. I don't want anything built in the United States 
the wet he go he's basically complaining that the westerners created modern technology and that if only the japanese did it it would have aligned with the aesthetic of japanese culture and i never thought of that i thought that was pretty interesting and then he was even talking about outdoor japanese toilets and it's not an outhouse they make it really beautiful and there's moss and stones and i don't know it's super interesting so at least i started reading that and i'm not a complete idiot and uh because I care about aesthetics. So it's called In Praise of Shadows. And it's written in English. so Or translated in English. So, you know, it works out. So let's go back to this. Lesbians don't exist. So this is from Slate. And I guess it's one of those advice columns or something. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a dumb article. Headline, Coronavirus Diaries. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Do you know another thing is? Is that I notice. And, it, and, it, and this is someone that I used to be friends with i'm not it's not like i'm not friends with them anymore because uh i we hate each other we still follow each other it's this lesbian girl on instagram her name is britannelle it's it's a we mainly it's mainly that we have mutual friends and we know each other and uh she was she posted something and it was a picture she does these really bloggery type pictures very carefully crafted a lot of thought put into it, you know, and her, and her her whole page is, is uh, I guess, curated to her aesthetic. And, uh, you know, these kinds of people, whatever. So one of the pictures I saw was uh, her writing her, her quarantine diary. And uh, I wonder just who took that picture. And was she really writing it? Did she only write it for the picture? So many thoughts. But also, you're only doing it for the picture. You're not... I think journaling and diaries and all that is is pure narcissism. Are you going to are you going to publish it? Are you going to sell this book later on or so we can peer into your your amazing mind that that you, I mean that you you could grace us with? Who are you doing it for? Are you going to reread it? It's 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 part of this whole narcissist generation we live in, I think. I think it's stu- if you have time to do that you're not raising a family. You're not. You don't have kids. You, uh, everything's about you, and uh, you're bored. And then you have to kind of show us that you're doing it, but you're not letting us read because it's a little tease until you do get it published. Because maybe you're hoping to get it published, like the Slate article, "Coronavirus Diaries: A, qu- a Quarantine Fling with My Roommate Has Me Questioning My Sexuality." The loneliness of isolation has meant that identity is less important than intimacy. Well, there you go. That totally obliterates the woke culture where it obsesses about identity and then putting your pronouns in the in the in your bio and all that. It means that your whole your your whole identity is flimsy and that it's pointless. And everything you based your life on was retarded. And you're stupid. I mean, I I don't even have to read the rest of the thing, although I will because it's funny. But but this just proves that nature will prevail. And look, worst comes to worst, these people don't have kids. And the only people that have kids are people who really want to have kids. And these kinds of idiots die out. They die out with the millennial generation. They just die out. You know what's going to be really sad is when all us millennials are, are old and the smart ones who had kids are uh, are happy. And then you're going to see a bunch of miserable people who who they're going to 
they're going to push a Bernie Sanders type later on. You know how we complain about boomers now? Oh my God, the millennials are going to be worse. Trust me. You know, the the boomers had the feel-good movement and nothing matters and divorce rates going up and Gen X grew up with without fathers and whatever and, and they were kind of... The Gen X, though, they could have been like millennials, but they they uh, there was no technology yet. So they, you know, they could roam around and still be independent and kind of be badass. But the millennials, ooh, we're going to be terrible. We're going to be terrible. You have to write an article about this, by the way. About uh, you're writing an article about having straight sex. You're writing an article where you are still young enough to have kids. Let me see what this what she looks like. Reese Piper. I hate these ambiguous names where it could be for male and female. Reese Piper. What? She's currently working on a memoir. What has she accomplished to work on a memoir? Oh my God, she's a. Uh, she is a um let me read you her bio and it's her her username is called at the nude reporter freelance writer mostly sex work disability and the intimate details of my life cuz i'm so interesting she's younger than me and she's writing a memoir again narcissism go fuck yourself her picture is uh is pink pink hair she's already starting to look haggard maybe she's my age maybe she's a little bit older um and she looks like she's a, a garbage person. And uh, stripper autistic. No, you're not. You're just you're just dumb because you're not autistic. You just bought into the woke culture. That's how retarded it is. It is. Uh, currently working on a memoir and looking for representation. So, yeah, she. This is worse than I thought. So I'm sorry for the dude that had sex with her. He must have been really desperate. But, but, she's still young ish, and uh, it just proves that a lot of these people who think they're lesbians, you're just young and pretty, and you you like young and pretty girls, women. I mean, women are pretty. Women are pretty. Uh, so so yeah, you're not a lesbian. You're just um. You're just retarded. So let's read this. As I ran my hands through my roommate's chest hair, it hit me that I hadn't had sex with a man in three years. They always they always go back to men. They do. They always go back to men. Uh, I know this one girl. She's very nice. Very nice. I can't say who she is or who she works for. Very nice. Uh, and she, you know, she dabbles with all these things like she's now a vegan and all that. But she's had sex with with really famous men. And uh you, you you know and she's a lesbian, but is she is she 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 if you look at her stories now all all she does is post her her best friend and they're cooking and it's a dude. And and I I DM her. I'm like, "Just marry him. Just just let him put a baby in you. Just marry him." And uh yeah. By the way, I have the balls to do that. I mean, who the fuck am I? All right. That was the length of time that had passed since I'd fallen in love with a new friend on a backpacking trip to Europe and subsequently realized I was more attracted to women. Oh my God, you think you matter. Even after that relationship fizzled, I started hanging out with at a lesbian bar because, <laughs> because you are... N- this is it. These people are not interesting and this is the easiest way to think you're interesting. And I've said this before. You want to be more interesting, take risks. 
uh, uh, read books, you know, be interested in something, master a craft, something. I started hanging out at lesbian bars, continued dating women, and even came out to my mother. What about your father? Oh, you don't have a father? This is why you're fucked up. In my life, the chapter of he- on heterosexual romance, I thought, was closed. But times are different now. <laughs> yeah. You know how, how everyone's like, nature is reviving. The dolphins are returning to the canals of Venice. Lesbians are becoming straights, is what I would add to it. Anything is possible in a pandemic. I held up my hands as he lifted my sweat. Do is she writing a um a softcore porn thing? Like, do we need to know this? Do we need to know he entered my body and he kept thrusting one in in a in a one and two pace? I don't know if that's a real thing. I don't know how to dance. My desire was strong and surprising. Yeah, your desire is called nature. Your desire was strong and in in, in in what in surprising because it's nature and you've been you've been. Pushing it deep down, and, and, and it's funny. These people are all like, you're science deniers for not believing in global warming and all that. You're nature deniers. You're biology. You're, 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 you're deniers of biology. It, it's like we don't know how we got here. It's like uh, you wake up and you're like, oh, shit, this is real life. I don't know how I got here. I don't know what came before me. I don't understand human history, but I'm a lesbian. I moved into my house in Brooklyn a year ago. I had looked past the threadbare qualities of my new place, a wobbly banister, skid marks on the wall, and splotches on, of mold on the bathroom ceiling for the luxury of cheap privacy. My bedroom was three times the size of my previous rooms in shared apartments, and I rarely, if ever, saw my housemates. There were three of us living there, and there was one kitchen and two bathrooms, but we crossed cross paths only a few times a month. What? It's easy to share a space with strangers in New York City and live completely separate lives without learning anything about one another. How lonely is that, by the way? Even in your own home. For a while, that's how I liked it. But when the real severity of the coronavirus coronavirus outbreak pummeled through the city, I started to panic about my house situation. What if I were quarantined for months? Will we stay? Uh, will we still hang out in our rooms alone? The once welcome of a welcome isolation now suddenly sad what if we get sick at 28 the virus didn't seem like a looming threat but she's 28 she looks really bad she looks really bad because that's what feminism does to you that's what milo by the way if you don't know who he is milo neopolis he's a friend of mine I'll, i'll maybe mention him later but he uh he's how i really got into being more of a conservative. I was kind of libertarian before, but whatever. So uh, Milo wrote an article on Breitbart in 2015 or 16 that says fem- that that was about feminism making you actually ugly. Like it actually through time makes you ugly. And then I'm like, oh, that's sensationalist. That headline's crazy. But you read it and then it has, it has studies linked to it. And it's actually true. When you're in war mode as a female, your body produces less estrogen, which makes you more girly and nice to look at and pleasant. And then it produces more testosterone and it makes you hardened and ugly and whatever. And, and it makes you combative. Like everything about you is ugly. So this is what happens to people like this woman who is 28 but looks 38, 40. 
at 28, the virus didn't seem like a looming threat, but due to my history of asthma I was gr- and autism, don't forget that. I can't believe she forgot to mention that. I was growing more insecure about the lack of support around me. So I texted my roommate and asked him if he wanted to have a few drinks in our living room. I texted my roommate. You can't get up and knock on his fucking door? Are you, are you kidding me? I texted my roommate. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm surprised she had his number. Considering they never talk. Dressed in stained sweatpants, garbage person. I pulled my stingy hair away from my face with a clip, garbage person. I had downed two glasses of wine already, garbage person. The news that all restaurants in the city were ordered to close had filled my feed, as had the skyrocketing death toll in Italy. The world was changing every hour and for the worse. I struggled to locate myself in the midst of chaos and fear. We need war. We need we need to go to war with China. Fuck this shit. We need something that really puts everyone like this in, in their place. She, if, if we were in a world war, she would be in a factory building the weapons for the men at sea. The boys, the boys storming the beaches of Normandy. He showed up with a bottle. He showed up like it was a long journey. He showed up like like it like it like he's like, I gotta stop by the store. I'll be there in 30 minutes. He showed up with a bottle of wine and a smile. We sunk down on opposite ends of the couch, you know, because they're in the courting process. Uh, offloading our anxieties about the pandemic, especially him. Shut the fuck up with your anxieties. God damn it, be a man. Why had I never noticed his cup his, his cup, his mop of curly hair? His because because you you were distracted by lesbianism. His almond shaped eyes. After a bottle of wine, our feet accidentally touched. Oh my god, it's so it's so exciting. I yanked them back. We drank another bottle. I could feel his eyes on me, but I couldn't return his gaze. He reached for my hand and asked in a hushed tone if he could kiss me. Fag, you don't ask. Just fucking do it. This whole thing about asking, every step of the way, by the way, is bullshit. Pure bullshit invented in the last five years. Women hate it. Trust me, women hate it. The worst thing that can happen is you go get a kisser and she turns away. And that is still part of the game. <laughs> because then you still have, then you strategy. You have to figure it out. You're asking. That's cheat codes in a video game. You're asking. Retards. They both are autistic. For a, a slip, sliver of a second, I wondered if he'd hurt me if I said no. <laughs> Because uh, she buys into the thing that all men are 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 um, these wife beaters, but that worry was eclipsed by my desire, nature, my ache for the touch and spontaneity during a time when the chances for both for both were rapidly diminishing. Once we kissed, I couldn't stop. I didn't feel the dread I felt before with men. I didn't feel the pressure to feign pleasure. I wanted him for real. Oh my god, you guys, this is getting hot and heavy. I'm going to have to take off my t-shirt. Oh, my God. When he went back in his room, I jumped in the shower. Whatever the hookup meant about my identity, was I by now? Was I succumbing all over again to the romantic fantasies of my youth? I couldn't help but smile at the possibility of quarantine romance. But the next day, when he didn't text me or come out of his room, I started to panic because I'm autistic. Would we go back to being strangers after this? You live together. Each hour, my phone remains still. I felt used and more ridiculous. Yeah, you, you're not supposed to fuck on the first date, you retard. I felt used and more ridiculous for imagining that we could have a relationship. 
at around five o'clock, he texted me to hang out. We drank. Yeah, five o'clock because it's five o'clock somewhere. These people are such normies. At five o'clock, he texted me to hang out. We drank again. We talked. It became clear through the fog of my fantasy that he wasn't interested in or emotionally capable of having an end of the world romance, but did want to hang out and have sex with me at night. You are retard. You could tell. And she mentioned in the beginning, she doesn't have a dad. There, there needs to be balance, you guys. And uh, women like this, they don't know their, they don't have self worth. They, they think of themselves as a, um, as a condom, like just, you know, fuck it and throw away. I don't know. Does that make sense? I thought about it. Would I be okay with having sex with my roommate without developing a relationship? Would the di- desire for men he'd rekindled seem seem somehow false? Post isolation, out in the fresh air, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure about the future, about what to do now. But then he ran his hands up my leg. The end. What a fucking cliffhanger, you guys. What a cliffhanger. I am I am speechless. So I posted that article. I said lesbians don't exist. And of course, a girl who hate follows me who says she's a lesbian, who I know personally. I don't think she really is. She's just confused and she's in the fuck you mom phase of her life. Uh, she goes, because she thought she would get me stumped here. Are gay men real? So I replied, no, they aren't either. Gay men are products of divorce and overindulgent society, lack of masculine figures, fathers, and abuse. Boom, mic drop, I win again. This is why you listen to my podcast, because I fucking win all the time. And you need to learn how to win. So with all of that, I got I got a message that said... Um, I maybe mentioned this tweet last episode, but it's just so good. And if if you're ever in this position, just write this down, save it. It's really good. Keep it for yourself. You know, I get a lot of messages that say you're such a hateful person. Okay, are you God? Who made you God? You're the one who's judging me? Who the fuck are you, random person online? So I wrote, you're such a hateful person. Yes, yes, I am. Why must we passively accept degeneracy? For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Keep that. That's for you. And, um, and uh, yeah. So, before I get to the next thing, which is pretty similar to the lesbians thing, um, a, a lot of the times right now I'm posting fuck China and China sucks and Chinese people are gay and, and they're the worst people in the world and they eat rats and all that, right? You know, so I do that a lot. And whenever Trump tweets, I say, we uh, must end trade with China. And I get a thousand likes and some followers. That's why I do it. Also, I think it's hilarious. And then the Chinese bots come after me. And with with every Chinese bot, I get a stupid American who says, uh, good luck buying an American-made TV. Lol. And, or or uh, they think they got me. They think I'm a, hi- I'm a hypocrite. First of all, everyone is a hypocrite. And uh, they, they, they think they got me when they go, Twitter on iPhone. You know where your iPhone's from? China. Holy fucking shit, I did not know that. You got me. You got me. I'd rather have open borders, let all the Chinese take our intellectual property, let them build our shit, and uh, take our manufacturing jobs to buy an iPhone for $1,000. Because they also say, you know, if it was built in America, it would be $5,000. Not really true but I'll indulge. 
So my response now for all of this bullshit is I'd rather have social cohesion and national identity than cheap shit from China. Mic drop. Another mic drop from me. There you go. Keep that one for yourself, too. This is why you guys listen to me. Um, you know, this book about aesthetic that I'm reading, it brings to mind why I hate companies like Walmart. Why companies like Walmart, you know, they're the Walton family. They're the, mo- they're the richest family in the world. Actually, I think it's the Rothschilds, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the Walt, they're the richest family in the world, and, and uh, it's an American company, and Walmarts are good and, and all that. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. You know, the downfall of architecture was, was post-World War II when the modernists took over, and they start building brutal, like buildings with the brutalist uh, aesthetic, just things that look like they were ripped out of communist Russia. Mega blocks, me- mega structures. And uh, the other thing that happened recently, you know, in the last, let's just say, 50, 60 years, was plastic. And with that, you just get cheap shit that you have to replace all the fucking time. But it doesn't matter because it's so cheap. But it does matter on an aesthetic level. Like, think about even your hamper that, that's made out of plastic where you throw your, your dirty clothes in. It's, it's tucked away in your closet. You don't have to see it. But imagine if that was a nice wooden weaved basket type thing. How, and and that, that has been passed down for generations and generations how beautiful that would be. Right? But no, it's a plastic bullshit thing that you can buy for 10 bucks and replace it every two years because it's a piece of shit. That's, that's what China gave us. That's what Walmart gave us. It, it, everything that you have should be beautiful. That's a rule you should live by. Is this beautiful? Do I like it? Does it make, does it make me happy? Not does it make me happy that I have the, a brand name thing, but does it, is it pleasant to look at? The most mundane thing, that's the rule. That's the rule. I don't think that we should have traded away beauty for cheap shit in China. Because at the end of the day, the cheap shit is going to be more expensive because of the jobs it costs here and because of the amount of times you're going to have to replace it in your lifetime and because it's never going to stand the test of time and it's not going to be beautiful ever. So uh, it's important to think about. So um, I actually want to move this article because it's right in my notes it's just stupid and I'll move it to woke news and I'm gonna go to uh women shouldn't vote (laughs) a trending tweet this week was by this girl who all the liberals are trying to get banned there was a twitter purge yesterday a bunch of people got banned which sucks because a lot of those people were really big accounts that would sometimes retweet me so this girl uh Caitlin Bennett She's one of those gun girls, and she got famous for taking a picture with a gun, and it's so easy for girls to just get famous because they're pretty, and all these conservative bros hype them up, and they're like, oh my god, she's just like us, she likes guns, and then all of a sudden, she has 200,000 followers. So she tweeted something this week that blew up and was kind of funny and true. So she tweeted a map that said, what 2016 would look like if just women voted? So if only women voted, and again, not surprising. First of all, women like things that sound nice. And liberal gay dudes. Not gay as in like they fuck dudes, but just dinky dudes. Uh, goober dudes. Uh, but, but again, it's predominantly women who think like this. Like, you know, that's why they like astrology and all these things. 
and things that 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 sound nice but really when put into practice do not work like abortion uh she wrote, uh, oh, okay, so this map, it, it said, uh, Clinton, electoral votes needed to win. Clinton would have had 458 electoral votes, and Trump would have had 80. Trump would have won, like, eight states. So she wrote, honestly, letting women vote in this country wasn't one of the best ideas. Females vote with emotion and overwhelmingly support democratic feel-good policies that take away our actual rights. I'd rather lose my right to vote than lose my right to defend myself with a firearm. She kind of lost me at the end. I mean, I agree with her, but maybe women shouldn't have guns also. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I thought that that was kind of funny, and it, it blew up. It got 20,000 likes and all that. And uh, the, even funnier than the original post was her response because obviously she posted that knowing people would get pissed, so she had this one ready to go right after. Was She wrote, lots of emotional responses to this tweet. As always, thanks for proving my point, everyone. And that's her mic drop. But she's got a point. So I've mentioned this briefly on the podcast before, but um, uh, someone when I posted that, when I retweeted it, someone one of my followers, followers wrote, the first thing women did with the vote was organize a prohibition of alcohol, which gave birth to organized crime. Repeal the vote. So that's actually true. Look it up. That's I, 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 And I think the last time I mentioned it, I touched on it. And I was like, oh, that'd be an interesting topic. Maybe I'll talk about that. But again, I didn't do my homework, and we're not going to talk about that. That's just an interesting example. And um, the the thing I posted about that was uh, about her tweet. So I retweeted it with this picture, which, again, this is not something that they teach you in school. But women did not want the right to vote. Like, there was a big segment of the population of women that did not want it. They thought it was redundant. They thought it just didn't make sense. First of all, you know if you vote now— as a man, you're autom- if you register to vote when you- as a man, you're automatically um, signed up for the draft. So if there ever was a draft, you'd be drafted. Women wouldn't be. I think they might have reversed that recently, but why the fuck would we want them in the military? Even now, I don't get it. I don't get it. It, it you know, maybe for desk jobs and all that, but but front lines type shit, that's insane. You know, they keep- like the firefighter tests and like the police officer tests. The military constantly has to change the 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 test because women kept on failing like they couldn't do the amount of pull-ups that they needed they couldn't do the push-ups they couldn't climb up the rope thing so they kept on having to make it easier and easier and easier and this is how we lose the war on everything you know who's not doing that russia you know who's not doing that china china's the biggest threat ever so uh this 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 is a leaflet from a hundred years ago and it's super interesting. Um, we oppose women's suffrage. By the way, the the right to vote was done by the Democrats. And you're thinking, oh, that's a good thing. Well, no. So the it's it's the same thing as today where um, the Democrats are like, we need to have open borders. Refugees, we need to let all the refugees in. Why do you think they want all these people in? Why do you think that they want to make the illegal immigrants here Americans and citizens? It's because those people in inevitably will vote for them and they need to replenish their voting base. And that's that's what they did here. So they wanted women to get the right to vote because they weren't going to win. They just were not going to win elections. So they're like, we need to get women to vote. It was men who started this movement. It was not women. It didn't start because women were like, we want the right to vote. Obviously, you're going to find examples of, yes, there were some, but I'm talking about the majority of them. 
So we oppose women's suffrage because suffrage is to be regarded not as a privilege but to be enjoyed, but as a duty to be performed because there's no adequate reason why, wi- why the women of this state should assume this duty in addition to those they already carry. You see, they people regarded voting as a big, big deal, whereas now it's, it's, it's like writing a text. Like, it's not that big of a deal. You know, in the movie, in the movie and book Starship Troopers, you're only a citizen if you join the military. I think we should do that. It should be something like that or own land or both. It, it shouldn't just be that you're born here. I think it should be if you have like, if you have major stake in this country. Um, and I think that's how you make your vote count. Whatever. Let's go back. Uh, because we believe the men of the state capable of conducting the government for the benefit of both men and women. Their interests, generally speaking, being the same. Because women are not suffering from any injustice which giving them the ballot would rectify. Because the demand for the ballot is made by a small minority of women. This was true. And the attempt of, of a minority to force its will upon the majority is contrary to the teachings of democracy. Because the ba- we're, By the way, we're not a democracy. Stop with that shit. We're a republic. Because the ballot in the hands of men has not proved a cure-all for existing evils, and there's no reason to believe it would be more uh, effectual in the hands of women. It has not been in the states where it exists. Because women now stand outside of politics, and having no political axe to grind, they are free to appeal to all parties to further good legislation. That's a good point. In which they may be interested. Because the basis of government and physical force is physical force. It, is, it isn't law, but law enforcement, which protects society. Women could not enforce the laws even if she made them. Again, true. Watch videos of female cops. Um, by the way, I'm not shitting on women. Why would you want to put them in this kind of situ- environment and situation? Uh, w- women cops are actually more trigger happy because they, they, don't con- they're, they don't have really good control with adrenaline. And they... In, in really dangerous situations, they, they're, they, they get scared way quicker. But watch videos of women cops, and, and it's, it's really sad. Uh, and, and, and also, I've seen videos where, where a woman will pull out her taser or gun or something, and where the guy is just not scared, and he won't back down. And she's just there waiting for backup. So, uh, and the last one is because man's service to the state through government is counterbalanced by women's service in the home. This is something feminism destroyed is, is, is the importance of, of, of the house. I would say that the stability of a household is more important than the stability of the country because the stability of a household is above the stability of a country. The country can only be stable if the household is stable. This is why they, they want to undermine family right away. Um, and who is they? It's the globalists. It's all these people. It's people who, like I said with the China tweet, it's people who don't want social cohesion, don't want a national identity, don't think that those are important things. Think that we're one in the same all over the world, Chinese, uh, Middle Eastern, Russian, whatever. We're all the same. African, we're all the same. No, we're not. And we have to stop kidding ourselves. I think one of the things to come out of this coronavirus thing is the fact that globalism is dead and we need to, we need to control our borders again. And I think this last point is probably the best point in this whole leaflet. Man's service to the state through government is counterbalanced by women's service in the home. 
One service is just as essential to the welfare of the state as the other, but they can never be identical. That needs to be tattooed on everyone. (laughs) That is so interesting in and of itself. And uh, I'm glad I read this. I am not hateful towards women. I just think it's really weird. I just think that the the that everyone is kidding themselves and we're not we're 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 all the same, men or women. A man can just switch to being a girl like this. Like that. He's a I'm a girl. I feel like I'm a girl. I'm a girl. No, you just you're just fucking stupid and you weren't bullied enough. Um I ran into a Levi's women ad yesterday which kind of blew my mind because it was so retarded. And also, why would you release it now? Who who what are you going to do? What are you going to do with this now? So I'm going to read you what I wrote. And I'll read you what I wrote after. I'll, I'll just play you the video. Newsflash. It's time to remove gender from our job title. Um, it's saying it's it, it's saying we need to re- remove gender from our job title. So then it says women producer, women computer scientist. Um, that's not a job title. No one ever calls a woman computer scientist a woman computer scientist. They say, she's a computer scientist. She's a producer. No one says woman producer. I've never heard any of this in my life. Skater girl. Skater. That's not a job title, by the way. You're just, you, it's a thing you like to do. It's not a qualifier. You know what is? Our leadership. Our innovation. And our perseverance. And we're using those to shape our world. Mariah co-founded Girl Swirl, a community that encourages women to skate together. 17% of active skateboarders are female, while 83% are male. Many professional female skaters have to work day jobs to support their skateboarding career. We teach that if you try this, then you can try anything. Jekka founded Parallel Music, a blog that showcases and elevates EDM music by women. This is why people hate women. Because this shit is retarded. It, 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 this is so stupid. All of this. Why did Levi's do this? What does this have to do with denim? Less than 10% of music on EDM labels is produced by women. Being a woman has nothing to do with my ability to make a beat. Melis Alfin covers politics in Turkey, which is the top jailer of women journalists in the world. Melis wrote a book that features true stories of women who persevered and pioneered. To craft a story that changes the usual conversation. Joy shapes coding as a form of social justice. What does that mean? Joy shapes coding as whatever for social justice? What? 26% of people working in computer science related professions are women nearly 10% lower than it was in the 1990s. And when we're left out of the room, it can lead to similar gender and racial biases in artificial intelligence technologies. This is what Joy calls the coded gaze. All right, there's a there's there's 40 seconds left of this nonsense we don't need to watch. It's it's this is genuinely retarded. This is fucking stupid. So I wrote none of those job titles are ever gendered. No one does that. What are you even complaining about? And what are your proposed solutions to these made-up problems? Other than making a bitchy video, what are your solutions? This is what feminism has done. Oh, I almost caught a fly. 
This is what feminism has done to women. It's made them shitty and retarded and garbage. Garbage. <laughs> They're just shitty men. This is this is stupid. God damn it. Um, all right, let's move on. But this is this is like this is what I'm saying. It's that this is not fully dying. This is kind of maybe in its on its last legs, but it, it it's just kind of still there. It's annoying. So woke news though. Woke news. Uh BuzzFeed. For many trans college students, school closings meant losing a space where they could be themselves. Well, uh yeah. Why is it? And this was trending yesterday. Uh, many trans students have been forced to hide their true selves because of college closures. Okay, first of all, college is bullshit. We've already gone over this. And it's daycare. This is daycare. The, the, the shit like this proves that, that parents are sending their retarded kids to daycare. And they're never going to grow up. If anything, if, if if this if this headline is true, they should be at home and and confront their issues with their parents, and maybe um, maybe they'll realize, oh, I'm not trans. The coronavirus pandemic has put the mental health, mental and physical health of an already vulnerable group at far greater risk. Well, you know, the good thing is is that a lot of these trans women who are men uh, can defend themselves because they are men. Nora didn't want to come home when Michigan State University when Michigan State University where she is a senior he shut down because of the coronavirus Nora's panicked parents brought her home back to rural Michigan to an isolated house surrounded by woods and cornfields on all sides this you know what you know I I'm thinking of ways to make money and literally I can I can copy and paste this and 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 make a nice deck and present it to Netflix and be like, boom, I have a I have a horror film idea for you. They'll pick it up. They'll pick it up, especially if I tell them that I am a trans female, but that wants to look like the way I look now. They'll pick it up. It's a house where 21-year-old Nora, who is transgender, can't be herself, where every day her parents call her by the wrong name. Oh, my God. Use the wrong pronouns. Uh, where she can't dress the way she wants, where she can't leave the house, not even to go to the pharmacy to get medication she needs for her gender re- gender af- affirmation, which her parents don't know she's taking. Maybe she has shitty. he has shitty parents. All this gets really confusing when you, you're trying to, you can't, you can't kid, you, you you know, you can't kid yourself. And and I don't want to play along. I don't want to play on with your delusions. Nora, who asked that her name not be used in the story, isn't out to her parents. Are her parents blind? I've got a strong feeling that if I were to come out, she said, I would be swiftly disowned. Be a fucking man, Nora. Just fucking do it. Be a man. <laughs> It's dehumanizing, Nora said, not to be able to be herself, to be called uh, to be called every day by a name that isn't hers. This is how soft we've gotten, by the way, by the way, that this is this person's problem. And many people like this person are dealing with this bullshit. This is how this is why we need a war. If it comes from a place of ignorance, even if it comes from a place of ignorance, students across the country have had to grapple with enormous loss. This is a long fucking article i'm done with it let's move on but you get my point how coronavirus is halting the future of hollywood diversity la times 
they're they're the future of Hollywood diversity, but coronavirus has hold has their careers on hold. And it's a lady <laughs> It's a black lady with no legs in a wheelchair and she's obese. I really hope she's also a Muslim and I also hope she is retarded and I also hope she is um uh trans. Um the cheers reverberated I can't read through the L Portal Theater in North Hollywood as the curtain dropped on the group of multicultural and LGBTQ artists who just performed a torrent of in-your-face comedy sketches, guarantee you they were not funny. Because comedy in the woke culture is is more of statements and that, that are followed by applause rather than laughs. To an audience of agents, managers, and creative executives from TV networks and production companies, the performers hugged one another backstage, thrilled by the rousing response to their original material, peppered with catchy songs and raunchy humor. But they were even more pumped up by what was to come after the show, networking with industry insiders who who could potentially cast them on a TV show, paving a path to stardom. It was the prized payoff for the participants in January's edition of the CBS Diversity Sketch Comedy Showcase, an annual talent forum designed to boost the chances of minorities seeking opportunities in Hollywood. You know, watch any movie from the 80s, and it's all white, and um, and, and they weren't consumed by this bullshit. And uh, it just shows how much our country has changed, and it's sad. You, look, it's sad because uh, there's no such thing as diversity. Uh, even in the most liberal places like New York City, there's the gay neighborhood, there's the black neighborhood, there's the the Asian neighborhood. The, the, everyone kind of congregates to their kind. Uh, even if you look at Compton, Compton used to be really, really, really black. And you know who hates black people? Mexicans. Mexicans... Uh, have totally taken over Compton, and the blacks have moved out of Compton. It's like 88% Mexican now. Diversity is a myth that doesn't exist. Launched in 2006, the program has turned out such graduates as Kate McKinnon, who fucking sucks, Tiffany Haddish, who's not funny, and Nicole Byer. Afterward, four members of the group were signaled to talent deals by CBS. Signaled? I'm a fucking idiot. Signed to talent deals by CBS. One scored a role on a CBS pilot. Most of, most went out of numerous auditions and meetings. All were optimistic. Most went out on numerous auditions. I can't read. Whatever. So um, this whole article is about how all these gays and people in wheelchairs and black people and whatever uh, were, were, were on their path to stardom, but coronavirus. You know, forget the, forget the pe- thousands of people dying. Forget the millions of people losing their jobs. Forget about that. What we're really concerned about is the five people who were going to be stars because of their looks and disabilities, then their talent. And that is the real tragedy of all of this. You know, another six million people went on unemployment today. So it's 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 close to thirty million. It's ba- we're basically at the numbers of the Great Depression. Forget that. Forget normal people. Forget farmers. Forget people who have normie jobs. You know what we really need to be concerned about is 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 the real backbone of America, 
it's that black le- that, <laughs> I'm just going to say she's a lesbian. It's that black obese woman with no legs in a wheelchair. It's she's the backbone of this country and you know what are you such a, a bigot? You care about the 30 million people? You're a bigot. So let's move on. More woke news. 2020 was supposed to be the year. <laughs> oh, my God. 2020 was supposed to be the year women ruled the box office. Then the coronavirus pandemic happened. Do I even really need to read this? You get where they're going. In, in my note, my, 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 uh, my thoughts will be the same as the last article. At the start of 2020, five of the year's most anticipated films, Birds of Prey. It bombed, by the way. Mulan, Black Widow, Wonder Woman, and The Eternals all starred female leads and were directed by women. For the first time, fans were seeing multiple female-led superhero movies come to theaters in the same year. Then the coronavirus pandemic happened, resulting in delays and a jam-packed fall schedule that will leave films competing against one another for box office dollars, even when theaters eventually reopen. Will these movies even perform in the way that they would pre-pandemic? Industry experts predict the box office will have the worst performance since 1998. Even in a year where female-led films will most likely still dominate the box office, they'll still lose. So I don't need to read the thing. I just think it's really funny. These articles are still being pumped out. And um, it's almost like these people have no no awareness of their surroundings. There was a, today's national... Today's International Bat Appreciation Day, and um, someone tweeted that, retweeted the person who tweeted about it and said, learn how to read a room, man. Just learn how to read the room. Kirsten Akuna. And the last of woke news is, I got to get it open, and it's from Pink News, one of the dumbest websites ever. Broadway revival of classic musical 1776 will have an entirely female, non-binary, trans, and genderqueer cast. I don't know what some of those words meant, but the picture of the cast is all women, some trans women who are men, and um, the one thing that they all have in common is they're all but ugly. And probably miserable. Broadway audiences are set to see a revival of the musical comedy 1776 in spring 2021. It can't come soon enough, honestly. And it'll feature an entirely female... Okay, I read that. Uh, Do they have a video or it's just an article? Well, look. The reason why this one doesn't bother me that much is because uh, plays are gay to begin with. You go to a play, you're gay. Going to plays is like rollerblading. It's gay. It's just gay. And um, I've been to some. So so essentially, at one point, I guess I was gay. But I, I, I think I went, you know, it might have been a school thing. Or um, it might have been when I was a kid. And my parents or mom took me to a Broadway play. So I never really had a say in it. But in my adult years, I've never voluntarily gone to a play. And I don't plan on it with this thing. So it's, I guess it's about uh, the Revolutionary War. And you know, re- you remember the Revolutionary War. Remember it was um, all lesbians and genderqueer, non-binary trans people who, f- who fought the British and won? It's the classic American tale. And um, 
The fact that you don't know about that means your school failed in indoctrinating you and you're a bigot. The production of the blah, blah, blah. Do I need to read this? Broadway has at times lagged behind film and television when it comes to diversity. What are you talking about? Broadway's all gay. But 1776 is skewing the typical creaky theater tendency of monochromatic show and ushering in a more diverse... They want to ruin everything. I really wish there was a video of this, but I guess it's coming out in a year. And you know what? Um, thank gay God that the coronavirus is is not going to be around in 2021. And thank gay God that this play will have a whole year of a lot of love, care, and nurturing to create the best and gayest play ever. <laughs> what am I talking about anymore? None of this is, makes sense. I love that this is all news. Um, so this is it. I had other things I wanted to talk about. But uh, time ran out. And I guess we're going to have to get it to it on Tuesday. That's how good I am at doing this. There's There's people I hate watch. The network I want to get on. That I don't think it's going to happen anymore because I'm too good. <laughs> By the way, the pilot I made, you'll ev- you'll all eventually see it, is really good. And I plan on just releasing it and doing a Patreon and doing one episode a week. Um, and it won't be on that. So I'll still have it behind a paywall, but it won't be on that network. I, I mean, I-, I doubt it will be. But... There are some people on that network I hate watch that I think they got rid of that one time he was complaining that um, doing a show a week is hard for him because there's not sometimes there's nothing to talk about. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I never get through everything I want to talk about on the podcast that I do twice a week. I do this twice a week. Now, imagine then maybe I would be able to complain and be like, there's nothing there's you know, sometimes there's just nothing to talk about. I didn't even talk about coronavirus today. Because I'm sick of it, but also there's a, a, there's a million things going on to begin with. So, uh, yeah, I'm totally fine with uh, leaving things leaving things for the next episode. But for now, I am sad. Water. That was Sadcast episode 102. Here's a song. I love you. Bye. If I had one wish. It would be this To turn back the years To moments like this Elvis and Marilyn Were the king and queen Who could forget That rebel James Dean We could turn back the years to moments like this. Frankie and Fabian chasing sweet Annette. What about Cookie 77 Sunset Street? Oh, how Turn back 
America's best. From shaking Elvis to Mr. Pat Boone and his white bucks. To my friend Marilyn, who looked good coming and going, and she bounced. To the greatest actor who ever walked on planet Earth, bar none. My friend James Dean will never, ever be forgotten. are the best, forget the rest. 